This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. AT&T recently reporting earnings with per share profit that almost doubled expectations. It's an important time for the company, uh, part of it being their Warner Media unit, unit continuing to be an important component, especially with the HBO Max streaming service. Jennifer Byrie is the CFO for Warner Media, and she joins us right now. Jennifer, great to have you with us. Hey, Dan. Thanks so much for having me. Great to be here. Thank you. And and so lay out kind of the, the, the importance of Warner Media in the overall landscape of AT&T right now. Uh, the, 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 the level of content that people want to consume out there has certainly surged during the time of the pandemic. And that doesn't seem to want to slow down, even as we're starting to come out of this pandemic. You're exactly right. And you can see that in our top line results. So we're really pleased with Warner Media results for the third quarter. We generated $8.4 billion of revenue, and we grew 14% year over year. And to your point, it was really fueled by the higher content that we sold and also by our subscription revenue from HBO Max. Our direct-to-consumer revenue, we had our first $2 billion quarter, so an $8 billion annual run rate, growing 25% year over year, really fueled our top-line results. And we did it all while maintaining profit, so we've been investing significantly in original content, significantly in additional market launches, and yet our EBITDA for the quarter grew double digits year over year as well. So really pleased with the financial results. So even with the investment in the new content, which is obviously, as you said, is, is critical, you also have to have that, that, that base of, of programming uh, that people remember, that, that really is a, you know, a support to it. We do, absolutely. Warner Media has an incredible deep library of hits of content, whether it's our theatrical releases, whether it's our hit series, um, whether it's animation, such a deep, incredible library of content. And consumers are really resonating with that content. Our HBO subscribers were up to 69.4 million subscribers globally. We've grown 12 million subscribers in the last year, 2 million in this quarter alone. So customers are really enjoying the incredible variety of content that we have on the platform. You mentioned globally, and that's an interesting aspect to to, uh, just kind of streaming in general right now for many of the companies that this is a a global perspective that they have to take. It's not just U.S.-based. The U.S. market is obviously very, very important, but uh, the growth internationally is where you have to look for the future as well. Absolutely. And so as you think about this year and the momentum that we have, we started the year in just one market here in the United States, and we ended the quarter in 46 markets all over the world. We launched in Latin America, we launched in Spain, and we're still going. We plan to launch another 20 markets in the next few months. So we have incredible momentum, and we see a lot of opportunity globally for our content as well. Customers are really reacting positively to the new offerings. And and it doesn't seem like the competition – of the marketplace right now is going to slow down at, at, at any time in the future. No, it, it definitely, um, there's plenty of competition in the market here for customers viewing content, but I feel really confident in our product offering and our ability to curate content for our customers. And I'm really excited about the upcoming content that we have. So in addition to our deep library, you know, just this quarter, we saw the return of the HBO series Succession, of Insecure, one of my personal favorites, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Love Larry David, and it's rolling thunder of content coming the rest of the quarter. Uh, You'll see us launch new Warner Brothers pictures with King Richard. Um, We've got new Mac series and just like that, 
you know, a sequel to Sex in the City. So it's just a lot of wonderful content that will just continuously roll out in the next several months. So how did the pandemic impact the release uh, times on a lot of this, uh, a lot of this content? And, and, and I'm guessing the fourth quarter this year will be a very busy time for you folks. It will indeed. So as you know, with COVID last year, we had to pause production in a lot of, in most of our areas of our content creation. Um, everything is back up and running now. And you're seeing, we've been up and running most of this year. And you're seeing that content come onto the platform, particularly the shows that I mentioned with the Succession and Curb Your Enthusiasm. We're up at full production now. Uh, we're running hot, and we got a lot of great series coming, and we're, we're already working on things next year. Probably the most anticipated is the Game of Thrones prequel, House of Dragons. So you've been a part of a, a variety of AT&T businesses over your career, and, and I just get your sense on where you think we are in terms of the growth uh, of the Internet and the abilities that we have to connect on the Internet through broadband, 5G, uh, how that's going to impact us moving forward in the next few years. Absolutely. The demand for connectivity skyrocketed with the pandemic, and we don't see it slowing down whatsoever. One of the greatest things about the experience I've had on the connectivity side now on the media side is really being able to pair connectivity with great content together and make sure that customers have a wonderful experience in their homes as they're consuming content over their Internet. Outside of global, where's the growth then thinking about Warner Media as a company? You know, as I, as I think about WarnerMedia broadly, going direct to consumer and going global is what we're all about. And you'll see us continue to expand our content offerings. With HBO Max, we launched an ad-supported version this year in the United States. So customers who would like to enjoy a lower price point and view some advertising while they watch this great content can do so. We think that's a great growth opportunity for us. Um, we'll also see other direct-to-consumer offerings. We've announced CNN Plus launching next year. So you'll see us launch more direct-to-consumer offerings, and you'll see us scale those offerings globally. What is then the, the, the way to build out when you're thinking about global expansion? Is it uh, working with existing partners in those countries, or how does that process actually work out? You know, we take a look market by market and see what we think is best for the consumer. In some markets, you see us partner with cable providers or other partners to launch content. But in all of the markets that we launched this year, the 45 additional markets in LATAM and Europe, we're going direct to consumer with the HBO Max brand. And it's resonating really, really well with customers. It, the expectation then is, uh, with all of this content moving forward, that the investment level is going to continue to, to increase because, at least right now, that's seemingly what the consumer wants. They want the new content on these different services. That's exactly right. Uh, customers are really looking for a broad variety of content, and HBO Max um, enjoys a, a good average revenue per customer, just under $12 per subscriber, and that affords us the opportunity to invest in that great content and continue to grow our content investment as we scale subscribers around the globe. How How is the growth of, of, of an entity like CNN continuing to, to be you know, the legendary element that it is in the media landscape? Well, as you know, uh, the last 12 to 18 months, we've had an incredible news cycle, um, and CNN's popularity continues to resonate with customers both in the U.S. and around the globe. And we're looking at an application to offer our customers with CNN Plus 
that will bring even more of that type of news content, nonfiction content to consumers who are super fans of CNN. Great to have you with us, Jennifer. Thanks very much for a few moments today. I wish you all the best. Thanks, Dan. Really great to be with you. Thank you. Jennifer Byrie, who is the CFO at Warner Media. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.